I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. All right. Yeah, I know. It was the best of time. It was the worst she was the people's princess. To fight on the beaches. Oh, hey, man. These are the things that made England. To fight on the landing ground. These are the things that made I England. I have a body, but of a weak and evil woman. These are the things that made England. And a king of England, too. These are the things that made England. Cry God for Harry! And these are the things that made England. England! And St. George! These are the things that made England. Hello and welcome to The Things That Made England. I am Roy Fieldbrand. Oh, and before I start the show, everybody, what you have to do is pause this podcast right now, go onto iTunes or a podcatcher of your choice and write us a review. Don't they, David? They do, yes. They do, because um, quite simply, folks, we don't have enough and we want to get up those iTunes charts. So please, if you've enjoyed our output... And even if you think maybe we could, uh, there's room for improvement, why don't you write us a review... And, uh, and state where we could improve this, and we would uh, we will give you a thumbs up for that. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Now, uh, David, who are you? Uh, I'm David Crowther. From? Uh, the History of England. Ooh, cool. Now, David. Yes, Now, David, um, do you know who Margaret Calvert is? Never heard of Margaret Calvert. She has been one of the most important Britons in the last 50-odd years. And do you want to know why? Is that actually true? Absolutely. Okay. Her legacy, her footprint, right, is writ large all over the country, and she's literally a non. Walk a lot, then. She probably did. And actually, when she started doing the thing that she's really famous for, she did do a lot of walking because she never drove, which right. is a somewhat of a interesting. What she did was to entirely design a new signage system for the UK's roads. Is that right? That's what she did in the early 1960s, and I can't think of. An aspect of national branding, which is more redolent, more important, more visceral than road signs. Because you travel the world and you, and it's one of the immediate things you notice about, let's say, going to Italy or America or Morocco, wherever. 
It's the road signs. Right. You know, they're in weird places, the weird colours, weird fonts, etc, etc. I say they should warn you about slippery roads like this. Yes, a beware sign, a red triangle. Beware crossroads, beware bends, beware cattle. And they should warn you when there's no overtaking. Yes, a no sign, a red circle. No U-turns, no motor vehicles, no stopping. Mind you, if they did put up these signs, you can bet your life some idiot still wouldn't take a blind bit of notice. A new note has been introduced into the English countryside. These are the days of international travel. And so that we're all able to understand each other's road signs, Britain has adopted the European system of indicating hills by percentages. The higher the percentage, the steeper the hill. <laughs> Bonjour, monsieur. Que pouvez-vous? Hey, Mike, is this the right road for Istanbul? Caution, roadworks ahead. Caution, speed humps ahead of you for the next 70 yards. Warning, the speed limit of 30 miles per hour applies in this area. This sign tells you the national speed limit now applies. On roads, this is 60 miles per hour. And for dual carriageways and motorways, the speed limit is 70 miles per hour. What this woman did was to brand Britain in a way that nobody has ever done before or since. And some of her best works, because really she's an artist, are the school children crossing sign. Right. A thing of of wonder and simplicity. Big sister holding holding little, little Johnny. And I would say that's kind of literally like the Mona Lisa of road... The Mona Lisa road And road signs and graphics. But you know what? That's closely followed by. Oh, and this is your list of... Yeah, because what she's done is just so beautiful. Cattle. Cattle is a yep. one. It's a comfortable Exactly. One. And yep. was actually based on a cow called Patience. <laughs> right. From a home village. I would say that her road signs right. are an integral part of the national landscape. Now, before we go on any further... Yeah. These signs are everywhere within Britain. Yes. But she was English. So I'm putting right. her in the cabinet. Right. Okay. Okay, okay that's so a good proposition. I'm not going to concede quite yet, obviously, because I need to well, the questions. I need to push it. You know, I need to pull it around. I need to make sure, you know. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. you, you, you want to kick the tires, as the Americans K-T would say. Tires. I want to K-T. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I no longer <laughs> Tell you another one of her beautiful signs. The running deer. The running deer. And it's got the antlers, right? whatever. Yes, yes. There you go. So Margaret Vivian Calvert uh, was born in 1936. So what did we have before? Well, what we had before was what most countries have, which is a whole hodgepodge of signs, different fonts, etc. Is that what they got in other countries? Most countries. I can can talk about one country uh, from a position of of real knowledge, America, because I passed my Californian driving test a year ago in February. Could I be the first? Congratulations. You wouldn't be the first, David. Congratulations anyway, then. And, And what you get in America is different fonts, 
on road signs. They're slightly different sizes. You can tell that actually what's happened is they've evolved over time, but actually been designed by individual people. Right. No one has actually come, taken by the scruff of the neck and said, we're going to standardise them. And there are... Sound a bit daft, I have to say. Well... Suddenly, and my eyes are opening. What happened in, up until the early 1960s? you had a situation whereby British road signs were like that. Some guy in the 1920s has, has designed a sign, another guy has designed yeah. a sign, or whatever. Right. Okay? And Probably any guidelines. All of a sudden, no, no guidelines at all. All of a sudden, in the, in the early 1960s, you have the start of the motorway network. Cars are getting bigger and mm-hmm. faster, and the amount of accidents on UK roads were getting all out of, out of all, all proportions. So the War Boys Committee was formed by the British government in July 1963 to review the signage of all British roads. Quite late, isn't it, actually? It's very late. I can see the sixes. I'm looking now because I've obviously gone onto mm-hmm. the interweb mm-hmm. and I can see your children. Johnny, did you see Yeah. And yes, it's quite a sixes image. It's a bit like the Lady Bird, Kings and Queens of England. Absolutely. Oh, it, Peter it, and Jane. Yes, Peter and Jane. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Like it, it, it really is. And it's got shorts. At, and and it's, it's kind of interesting. You read a lot of the interviews with Margaret, and she says that I deliberately drew things in a way that they wouldn't age. Right. But 50 years on, some of them are a tiny bit twee, and that is one of them because he's got shorts on. Yeah. You can see he's got a pair of shorts on. Right. Yes. And she looks way too happy. And, and, shouldn't but happy. that is actually her. Is it? Is that's that actually her. And the one image which definitely has dated is whenever you see uh, the sign for a camera. I'm going to look it up. The camera on the motorway. Right. It's one of those old, like, lips type cameras. Absolutely, absolutely. But anyway, so the early 1960s, the War Boys Committee says we need to standardise this. And we need to take out the random fonts and sizes because crashes were all too frequent. Right. So what they did was they went to a Mr. Kinnear. Right. Jock Kinnear, who actually was her old graphics teacher. Right. Uh, used to work at the Chelsea School of Art and said, Jock, sort this out, please. Jock says, I've got just the student. Right. It's Margaret. And when you think about it, this woman has created this visual language for our country. That is true. I mean, that is absolutely true, yeah. And... Warming to your theme. Well, this is not a committee. Mm. It's just her. And she would submit these designs to Jock, and Jock would go, yep, that's right, and give it to the War Boys Committee. And they... I think there's only one of them which they actually rejected. Right. But she, she developed her own font, the, the, uh, the whole kind of graphic style. And... This isn't just a thing of kind of kind of whimsy that okay, so our motorway signs are blue in the UK yeah. in America interstate signs are green. You know, it's more important than that because she absolutely nailed the brief. We're gonna stop road fatalities and accidents. Right. So in two thousand and thirteen, Britain suffered two point nine road fatalities per hundred thousand inhabitants, which right. is the lowest in the densely populated developed world. Now, if you want to compare that with the United States, they suffered ten point six nice. deaths. Exactly. So this isn't just a uh, case. Have they of, done the work on what whether that is the roadside or you know other Well, there's quite a lot of research about it. So in America, it's more than twice as high. And the thing is, they drive slower than us. 
And it isn't just the case that they drive, uh, they physically drive more, because even when you factor in for that, right, there's still double the amount of fatalities on an American road than the, on the UK. Right. So one of the differences is the psychology of road signs. So it's not just the visual aspect and how clear ours actually are, that US road signs and signals kind of ignore a basic psychology, that they always try to control instead of inform. Right. So lots of stop signs, stop, right. yield, stop, yield. Right. right. Can't deal Where with is... a four-way stop, by the way. Hmm? Could never deal with a four-way stop. Well, you let the person on the right Do go you? first, don't What you if that? he comes a bit after you? Well, then you go first. Right. If he's after you, but, but if he's before yet. you. I'm quite gone yet. Well, then you got to let him go then. If you're going to dawdle, right. let him go. Okay. If you're going to dawdle, let him go. There's an image, there's a no. caption for life there. Absolutely. Though, where the Americans have it absolutely right when it comes to the roads and how they actually are on the roads is that on a stop sign, on a red traffic sign, you can turn right. Yes, that's so such perfect good sense. Absolutely, Why do, you not do that exactly. Or on a left turn, you turn left. I mean, exactly right. because there is no traffic com- coming on. That's so you're ridiculous. Free. Why we don't do that? Yeah, mm. right, but it's, it's also a, their lane discipline's far better. I it think. is. It is. Yeah, but the stupid but, thing about having to overtake on the right drives me at the wall. But that's that's the reason why they are so much better because we are much more hierarchical in terms of the right lane is the fastest lane if you're on a five lane highway going around los angeles it is a bit of a free for in terms of relative speed so you've got to stay in your lane you know you absolutely can whereas in britain without kind of glancing in the mirror you can kind of like indicate and go into the left because you know no one's going to be undertaking yes or you hope they're not Exactly. Anyway, I've distracted you. You were no, no, talking no, about no, no, no. I think that was that was a good <clears throat> segue. So, as I said, what Margaret's signs did was to get rid of all the messiness, make them totally consistent. Mm-hmm. So much so that she was awarded the Office of the Order of the British Empire, an OBE, in right? 2016. Oh, and how many lives has she saved? And when you just look at these oh, things, I am a very is, interesting proposition. I love I... graphics. Graphics, art are like symbols, are like the relationship between space and colour. And you will struggle to find a body of work more cohesive. A more economical way of doing these things. So have they, have they all been, have they not been updated at all? I'm looking at... There, were, there have been some tiny, tiny updates. So um, so there must be some children, things. Children Crossing yeah. has slightly changed. I believe she had cuffs at one point and the cuffs have gone. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but that's how timeless oh. you know this stuff is it still works it's quite years. interesting that the um the most out of date one maybe is uh the train one mm-hmm. you know which is a puffer train um uh and we haven't changed that because people yeah. rather like it we have a weird relationship to trains the, all through all throughout the world mm. weird in that yes we love them but if you say to a child yeah you say to a four-year-old yes. child, draw me a train, it'll oh, do a steam train. That's because we are essentially out of date and ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry, did I say that? <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite say that. But deep into our cultural DNA is that a train has a funnel and steam comes out of it. Yeah, if you talk to kiddies, it's all choo-choo train. And indeed, my, yeah. yes, I'm not going to tell you my, uh, my nickname because actually... 
it's misinterpretable. Uh, I'll tell you later. Um, uh, the other nice one is the old, the old people. Yes. That's a very nice one. Elderly people. Slightly patronising, but it's quite nice, isn't it? And what about men at work? Men at work, the one with a hat, the he's having trouble with an umbrella, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. What were those? I was trying to look for them. I couldn't find them. There was a rash at one stage of, you know, the double bump, the bumpy road, the double bump. Which is supposed to be uh, Doris Day's breasts. Was it? I thought it was supposed to be a nudist colony. But, you know, either way, <laughs> it's the same, essentially the same gag, isn't it? Um, yes, and then there was a man having trouble with an umbrella. Mm. Can't mm. remember uh, the other ones. So I'm quite open okay. as to whether we put the signs in or Margaret. I don't mind either one, but they need to go in because I appreciate that her signs are British. Okay, right. I don't think that would be the the argument for not putting it in with it. I mean, essentially, I mean it's an in, it's an interesting discussion, isn't it? About did we have this last week, didn't we? Um, about the things that you pick and the things that I pick. Mm. You know, I'm picking things that you know change. You know, civilization and yeah. you're. <laughs> And I'm looking at things which are... And you're not. What are you doing in the next episode, David? Uh, The next episode I'm doing fashion. Oh. Oh, but anyway, we'll come to that. I kind of want to put it in, because you're absolutely right. They are lovely things. We see them every day. They're part of the Weftham Warp. You've made a very good argument as to why they're actually important, Mm. not just, you know, um, nice. I totally agree with you. I mean, it's like the London tube map, isn't it? The ability to communicate with a simple image is an amazing talent. Absolutely. So, and should not be denigrated. So, and obviously the good listeners might say, you know, nah. But, you know, I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> well, you. Solidarity, right? I'm going to say that road signs and Margaret go into the cabinet. You know, as I said before, most of us now travel. And it is the first thing you notice when you go to somewhere new it's the road signs yes it's the architecture you notice that but it's the road signs as well you know oh you know that's the symbol that they use for this whatever this is type of thing and i'm not being jingoistic by saying that actually we have the gold standard in road signs and it's and it could not happen now that one person could take on such an no, important job. Committee, you, no, no, absolutely. Like, yeah. It would go out to Tender, to oh, Saatchi and Saatchi yeah. and a whole load of design companies. Oh, yeah, it'd be a horrendous thing. They'd come back eight years later with some the, the first kind of initial designs. Yes. One person, and she knocked the ball out of the park. You, you, you know, you've you come across as this young thrusting type. In actual fact, you're old and curmudgeonly as I am, aren't you? And it's all coming out now. Now it's all coming <laughs> out. Oh, now it was terrible. Anyway. She also went on to work with the NHS. She did all their signs as well, and also British Rail. She just has this amazing knack of taking complex information and distilling it into very simple kind of graphic signs. And uh, and she never drove. Oh, which is, which she never is drove. very, very weird. You know. Didn't drive at all. Yeah, she, she could she not did, drive. Did not drive, did our Margaret. So there you go, Margaret Calvert and the okay. British road signs, I'm saying, go into that cabinet, sir. Perfect. All right. That's fantastic. And I'm agreeing with you, which is, you know... It's just a shame. It feels wrong. It's Sorry. just a... Shame Stop that it. I agree Stop it. It's just a shame that we are doing... An audio podcast because if ever there was a topic that we needed, well, we could do that on the Facebook site, can't we? Yes, we can do yes, we some. Can. We can do some favourite uh, roadsides. We can put up men at work. 
Yes, we can do the, what are these two nerds talking about, signs. We're getting really excited about road signs. You know, we're open <laughs> to the accusation of nerds. I don't know if I'm getting excited the by extreme. them, but I'm just saying that because they're so ubiquitous that we do not see them anymore. And when you, and when you, when you look at road fatalities and accidents in the UK, our rate is by far less than any other comparable country. Your job is, your job is done. Thank you. You convinced me. Social media? Social media. Right. We've got a report back from, and again, thank you to Fiona and Luke. Oh. The brilliant job every yes. week. Thank you so much. Uh, so let's hear the report back on the Great Charter of Liberties. Hello. Fiona here with the social media roundup for Magna Carta. David proposed it, and Royfield barely raised opposition. In fact, within two minutes, the two gentlemen had agreed that this could be a succinct episode. The poll was almost longer. I'm not going to read out the exact wordings on the poll, as it would take up all of the time allotted to me. 122 people voted for putting Magna Carta in the Cabinet. 31 people voted for it being important. Doesn't that amount to the same thing? 27 voted for putting it in the cabinet because John. Three undecideds, three unsures, two no, one other in a strangey, McStrange face way, and two people had their rights of suffrage removed and were not able to vote, which seems wholly ironic. Royfield pointed out that Magna Carta limited the king's powers. Apparently, merely mentioning it limits the power of discussion as well. Have you ever held a party where loads of people came and had such a blast that it got to be 2am and they were still there drinking your booze, showing no signs of leaving, so you go upstairs and put on your PJs and dressing gown and brush your teeth because you have to get up at 6am and you hope that they'll get the hint, but they don't, so in deep resignation you have another gin and tonic which tastes ghastly after you've brushed your teeth and waited out and they're all still there chatting away at 4am and by the next morning you're not really feeling charitable towards your friends and wonder whether you have to leave town or maybe emigrate to get new ones. Next time all you need to do is say I know let's discuss the Magna Carta. Your friends will go silent and clear the room by midnight. Not a lot of discussion. Three comments after the poll. Three. One by Lisa was interesting, but not even her interesting statement brought about discussion. When asked whether and where people had seen the Magna Carta, there was a hint of life. Marilyn, for example, said that she had seen the Magna Carta in Salisbury. Quote, I marveled at the letterwork. I accept its constitutional importance. I'm surprised by its content, but it doesn't excite passion. As for John, is any medieval king a good king? Discuss. You didn't. Michelle said, I was struck by Royfield's observation that Magna Carta has so much popular importance in the US, perhaps even more so than in England. David had a good go at getting the discussion rolling, but it was a bit like watching someone electrocute a dead salmon to see if it would jump upstream. Moments of spark, followed by us all gazing at rushing water. However, I encourage you to go onto the Facebook page and do as others have done, and keep talking. You might join me in a moment of excitement over Luke's post about the case made for the Magna Carta in Salisbury, 
or discuss the map that David posted about national jokes, who jokes about whom, or you might help Tony decide how tragic it really is to have to drink Tetley tea, or go on to the TTTME Facebook page now and have your say on what just has to be the more contentious subject of road signs. Luke is awaiting your arguments, your banter, your wit. I'll be back in a fortnight to round up when the talk is on fashions. Get your winkle pickers sharpened. David, have you noticed a difference between my topics and yours? Mine aren't only more interesting than yours, but also I'm concise. Uh, you didn't have ramble on yeah, about but Magna Carta. You're talking Carta. about road signs, I'm talking about Magna Carta. Yeah, there's something of a difference in terms of the scale of the topic. I mean, you're lucky, you're lucky. I did an entire podcast episode on the Magna Carta. I could have gone on for hours. You are lucky. I let you off lightly. <laughs> Tell you what, next well, time. Sure. When we go on to fashion, you'll have to beat me Good. to a pulp right. to stop. Just before we go, everybody, please go onto a podcatcher of your choice, whether it's Stitcher, iTunes, or whatever the heck you use. Please go and write us a review, because we don't ask for money, do we, David? We don't ask for money. Uh, but we do just ask you to show us your... Rep- <laughs> show us that you, you know, you, you like what we do by just giving us a little five-star review. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Thank you. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.